Okay, yeah. when the cup is full, you cannot add on anymore, and you want mm. to have something new. You have to throw the water away. Okay, and then you can mm. start to refill with new things. Hi everyone, you're listening to the Life Ready podcast with a mission to empower you to live a fulfilling life. Whether you're a student, working adult, or entrepreneur, it is never too early or too late to be life ready. So welcome to today's episode of the Life Ready podcast. And I'm so excited because uh, today, as you can see, we have a gorgeous lady sitting next to me, <laughs> right? Her name is Jocelyn Lim. Hi, everyone. Nice <laughs> to meet you. Thanks, Vicky, for inviting me to your program. It's really my honor to be here. Wow, thank you so much. <laughs> my, it's my honor to have you. Now, before we start, I think I must actually give a very proper introduction to, to this lady. Um, so, um, she, her name is Jocelyn Lim. Mm. And also, also recently known as Mentor Joe. Yeah. So before she was Mentor Joe, she was MC Joe. Yes. Yeah. And she, she was actually one of the uh, what top Malaysia's top MCs, whether it's in corporate as well as in um, what you call wedding as well. And from the social media, you can actually see that her charisma as well as how she carried the crowds was really mesmerizing. Right. So she actually went on to establish this venue called uh, mm-hmm. MC Joe Academy to in which the initial mission to train more upcoming MCs. Yes, correct. Yes, right. But in the recent years, Jocelyn actually changed a little bit on her directions as she evolved to become Mentor Joe. Yeah. And now she's passionately continuing to empowering so many female entrepreneurs across the countries to empower them to fulfill their true potentials. Yeah. So, you know, and Joe has been a friend in Toastmasters and I always find her really inspiring. And that is why I really wanted to bring her to the library podcast to, you know, interview about her. Yay. Yay. Finally, it happens. Yay. Thank you so much for the very kind introduction notes. Mm. I don't know where you Google it, but I know it's from your heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's from my heart. Yeah. yeah, it's really like I, I have actually seen you since uh, many years back when I first oh, joined. You watched me grow up. <laughs> <laughs> you watched me grow up as well. Yeah, how you actually went from one stage to another. Yeah. And I can see that you really transformed. Mm. Yeah, and along the journey, I think you become better and better. You, you don't you. seem to age at all. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So maybe for a start, right? I'm just curious about. Um, I know that you are from IT background, mm. right? And how did you started to become an MC? Okay, so mm. since today Vikit brought me here to uh, his program, your program, I want to disclose something. I seldom disclose to the public. Wow. Very Usually, I will tell people that oh, I like the stage so much. I took part in a lot of storytelling contests, public speaking contests at my young age and then I slowly evolved and standing and speaking and perform on the stage it seems to be so natural that happens in me I have this talent mm. however the real thing is like this I was from an IT background mm. so I was a web consultant mm. I did sales yeah so at the point of time I wanted to become a salesperson because I thought that I can earn more than other people but however, with the wrong selling skill, I ended up to be earning a very little penny. So mm. I took a passive income job. So that time, very popular. What was that? MLM. Oh, yes. 
Okay. And I actually started an MLM business. And uh, during that time, my upline told me that, hey, you know, in MLM, you have to fight the ranking. Yeah, then you can get uh, the car subsidy, the house subsidy, the education subsidy, whatsoever. So I was very ambitious and very aggressive. But at that age, I was only like 24, 25. I don't have many friends who can afford to buy the high price uh, product in the MLM business. Mm. So they told me one shortcut, which is to stock up. Oh. Yes. So uh, that time my profile was very clean. I mm. was just a fresh graduate. Mm. And then I went to the banks. I went to many banks and I submitted my credit card application okay. and all got approved at the same time. So mm. I got six credit cards. And I swapped all my credit card to buy the stocks. Oh my god! So I okay. ended up went to a trip, uh, sub, I mean sponsored by the company. But I also ended up with lots of debts. Yeah. So I spent about seven years trying to run away from my debts. But eventually, I found a way out. That is through MC. Mm. That's how I actually really started as an MC. I wanted to cover my debts. But also, that was a very great opportunity given by my junior in the university time. Uh, he was a live band member. Then he said, hey, Joe, why not you become the MC for my couple? They are looking for MC. So somebody, uh, his friend is not free, so I can have the chance to take up this role. So I started off. I remember that time I was in Penang. My first pay was 180 ringgit. Oh, okay. And I taught okay. and I sang. So And then eventually I got complained. <laughs> no, the host said, you speak too little already and your singing was not so good. So that was how I started my first job. Okay. Yes. Wow. How, how, how did you feel like? Did you feel actually feel like heartbroken? You know. Um. I don't know. Wow. I think in my heart, I uh. am quite a strong lady. So mm. I will always take the challenge, uh, and and I want to overcome it. Mm. So that I really look into all the details in emceeing, mm -hmm. from planning, meeting the couple. You know, from the moment you pick up the call, you receive the inquiry, how you serve them, how you run through the program, how you lead them on the event, uh, the, the floor mm -hmm. or the floor. So everything also we cover from A to Z. Mm -hmm. mm. Wow, that's really, I, I didn't know this story. I told you already, this is specifically, specially, exclusively for your podcast. Oh, yeah, you're, we are in luck today. Yeah, you know that you actually have these this, uh, backstories that actually get you started to become an mm. MC. But somehow, you're actually able to work your way up to become one of the top in Malaysia, one of the top in nations. Whenever you talk about MC, it will be always MC to MC to like, what, what was your journey like to, you know, from you know, accidental start and all the way to become one of the best. Okay. I wouldn't claim myself as the best MC in the nation because mm. there are a lot of senior and uh, they are way more experienced than me. But mm. if you if you say that I'm the most hardworking MC, oh yes. Okay. That, that one I can I can accept the credit. So how did I um, systemize my journey? You know, MC is a talent. In an event, MC is the only irreplaceable role. Okay. Okay. So yeah. let's say you're hiring a live band. Try mm. to be honest. Uh, can you remember all the band members' name? Cannot. You can't. Can you remember what song they sang? Cannot. You can't. You your impression is wow, very, very nice, eh, very good, eh. Oh, very entertaining, very lively, or wow, so jazzy. It's like that only. Mm. But MC, you you cannot remember who is the MC and how she looked like, but you remember what she said. Yeah. So MC will definitely leave an impression and create memory for the events. Yep. So it's replaceable, irreplaceable. Mm. So when you have this opportunity to hold a mic and then you become the one and only in the event, mm. uh, common taboo of the MCs are 
they tend to be selfish lor. Oh. You know, I don't want other people to grab my opportunity. Uh, I just want to grab the chance myself. You know, so I I want to shine. I want to be shining star on the stage. But how I changed the industry was last time before I set up my system on MC training. Okay, my seniors, those people, the way they train MC or the way they bring their todaya mm. is like okay. You follow me to my event now. You carry my bag. You meet my driver. You take photograph for me. You take videos for me. And then you learn one or two things, ah. Mm-hmm. By by observation, observation. okay, mm-hmm. and I don't believe in this. I want to duplicate a lot of me. To me, all good things must be shared. Good opportunities must be shared. And when I share to my client about this MC, I have to ensure that this MC has the same quality or better than me. Mm-hmm. So how to ensure this part happen is only when I can develop a system to train the MCs. So my training system, my training objective is everybody go through the same educational system, same flow, same structure, but everyone carry their own flavor, their own style, their own charisma. Mm. Then I started this training thing. Mm. Uh, at the time, nobody in Malaysia did a proper training. Yep. And nobody in Malaysia did an MC examination. No one mm. until now. Uh, besides me, I can say it's only MC May. That's it. Two of mm. us. So no one else. What whoever run a, a MC training out there, they can never run a proper MC examination. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So when we have the real practical, the real uh, examination, and then the, the MCs are put on a mock up situation. Mm. Okay. So they can really feel the even the unexpected situations mm. or some very. Quiet ambience. They have to bring up the life, the vibes again. So this thing are, are put are put are put on them as a test. That's number one. Number two, there's no another MC academy who can provide role play opportunity to the trainees. Mm. So that time I worked together with a group of Chinese restaurant. So we send a huge number of MCs to their restaurants. And they go through their internship practical. or mm. practical. Mm. Yeah. So that was how I. I transform the industry to this way. Mm, mm. Yeah, because I I know MC Joe is also mentor Joe, right? Should I call it? Yeah, yeah. Mentor yeah. Joe, mentor Joe. She she is actually coming from a training as well as a edu- more like an education background. She knows how to structure her programs in a in a way that you know everyone can you know learn it in a strict yes. systematic manner. Yeah, and I realized that you were also teaching live streamer as well, not yes. just MC, not just as MC. Yes, right? that is the later stage. I see. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. So, are are you currently still doing that? Or? No. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Just curious, like you know, you you were at um, you know, your your program was actually very unique and all that, right? Mm-mm. But what actually makes you, you know, stop that part? Okay. Actually, live streaming was not in my plan at all. Okay. So mm. I am someone who never touch live or online. For us, who is so active on the stage, we are on the floor. So we we embrace the lighting, the sound system, and then the the vibes in the event hall. However, when pandemic hits, mm. we got no choice. We are not needed anymore in the market. So basically, we are all trapped at home lah. So that time I say I was thinking that again, I was quite a strong lady. If this way doesn't work, I'll find another way. Mm. Yeah, so we have no choice but we have to pivot to online. So at that point of time, I was in a dilemma as well. I was thinking that uh, I don't have any product to sell. My service was not needed anymore. So what else can I do? And then I see a lot of people go live. Oh, okay, mm. go live, and they sell things, and I don't have things to sell. So what can I sell? So I started my first course as online public speaking course. So okay. I basically teach people how to do public speaking. And then that time very cute. 
I stole at seven ringgit thirty cent. Oh, <laughs> you know what I saw at seven ringgit thirty cent? I saw some other people selling courses at nine ringgit ninety cent. I said, okay lah, I will fight the price. I'll set my price slightly lower than you. For how long one? They learn. Uh, like for three days. For three days, like seven ringgit. Uh, very yeah. cute one. Wow. So okay. end up, I got no people coming. Oh. No one supported. So I know that that was not right. And then after that, I think that when, how to why people want to learn speaking actually. You see, ah, uh, when people come to me, they learn MC. They also learn speaking. Mm. But when I tell them, hey, you learn MC skill, and then they can immediately relate. This is a money making skill. Mm. They can monetize their public speaking skill. And then I should apply this formula when I. Teach them online, so I apply as I okay. When you learn public speaking, you can go and do live streaming. Mm. Live streaming is a money making skill. Public speaking is not. When they don't have a subject to speak about, then when they are not a subject expert, then they can't make money. They can just talk, 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 talk only. Mm. So I formalize that. So speak to go live lah, something like that. Yeah. So I teach live streaming. That time very funny. I was a person who never do live. I don't know how to sell product in online, mm. and I was so gung ho. I got and started this course, and then surprisingly, people came. Mm. People came. Okay. Yeah. From there, as I teach, I learn. As I learn, I teach. So the process went on, and then it. Uh, I think we spent one and a half year lah mm. doing the live streaming courses. So ngam ngam lah for the pandemic time. I see. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I think you touch on very important things like knowledge. When it's just a knowledge, then it's it's kind of like people don't see the values. But when it comes with applications, direct applications, then people will start to value. Correct. It. Knowledge yeah. is one, but mm. application can be thousands. I see. And people pay for the result. Mm. Yeah. So when we design the course, we have to sell the result. Mm. Although that we know when people enter the learning stage, they have to learn from the roots again. Okay. However, unfortunately, buying behavior, they buy for result. Mm, they want to know what are they getting at yes. the end of this course. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mentioned that during pandemic, you actually created this shift. There was mm. no MCs needed, right? Mm. So now pandemic was over, mm. and I and I know that you actually um, that is when MC Joe actually pivoted again. Yeah. Like, yes. Like you see, you were doing so well as an MC, and then after the pandemic, you didn't continue to be an MC. Correct. Yeah. Just uh, curious about yes. why. Yes. Okay. Mm. When you never try another way, you never know there's a better way. Mm. So I found a better way. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, after the pandemic, the when the pandemic was over, obviously the need or the requirement for live streaming has gone down tremendously. Okay. And there isn't many people stay at home anymore and still watching the lives, lives, the Facebook lives. Mm. So I think that okay, this part is done. I I would say that. The live stream part is a transition stage for me, and I was so lucky that I I transit onto this platform. Mm. So after mm. the pandemic was over, why I choose between uh, continue to be on the entrepreneurship journey versus uh, continue on the MCing journey was to me, if I want to serve, I want to make my presence on the stage more meaningful. As an MC, I can entertain people. I can yeah, I leave some memories more towards like. Entertaining, you know, cheerful, charming. But when I took up the role as a mentor, I can impact lives. Mm. I can change lives. I can create more meaning to the society. Mm. Uh, when I transit, I also felt very heartbroken. This time, yes, because when mm. I was an MC, I swear to myself, okay, if I can have the chance to decide how I live the world, I want to live on the stage. Mm. So that's how I wanted to end my life. Said, wow, yeah, that's what I want to do. 
So wow, yao ying. But now how? So uh, I have a friend. I think she reminded me. You are still holding on to the microphone. You are still standing on the stage. However, you leave a different impact to the world. Different purpose. Different purpose. So mm. that's why I chose to continue to the entrepreneurship journey while I have groomed so many quality and talented MC uh, for this part. I think they are more than happy to continue the legacy. Mm. Wow. From from these three parts of the stories, I I can really see that you are you always share that you know when when there's no no way you have to find a way yes. of yourself, yeah. And I think in our previous conversation, I was really inspired when I asked about hey, how come you didn't actually um, continue on to be an MC. And you share with me the ego story. Mm. Yeah, I'm yes. just wondering that, that that actually blew my mind when I drove back that day. I was like, keep thinking, keep, would you mind to share? Yeah, of that course. Ego story. Yeah, of, of course. Yours? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I carried the brand name of MC Joe for about 13, 14 years. And then suddenly one day I went to a collaboration dinner. So my friend next to me, he said that, hey Joe, now you are, you are progressing quite well you know, in the female entrepreneurship. However, have you ever thought of to change your brand name? I said, change my brand name. This is my life and soul and everything. Yeah. Then he told me this story. He said that everything was just nice and everything was just right in place. However, when you still carry the MC Joe brand name, a lot of people might still have the first impression you are still an MC. They can't really relate that I am a mentor. Mm. So I said, why not you, you change it? I said, why? Have you heard of the story of the eagle? So actually, eagle is uh, the bird in, on earth that has the longest life. So they can live up to 70 years old. So mm-hmm. at the age of 40, the eagle has to go through a very painful and struggle transformation. Because at the age of 40, they have, the size has grown to be very big already. A feather, very heavy. The beak is very long until it touches the chest. And then the nails all very long already. They can't really grab the, the food that they want. Mm-hmm. So at this point of time, they are so heavy. And they have two options. Number one, they can continue and waiting to die. Number two, they can do something and transform their lives again. So at this point of time, the eagle will fly to a very high mountain and then they will go through 150 days of transformation. So first, they will, I don't know how, they will just took off their beak. It's super painful. And then they will wait for the beak to grow again. And when the beak, the new beak grow already, so they will use the beak to, to, to bite off all the nails. So can you imagine if you like, hit your nail, hit your finger at the, at the wall or the door, oh you, you, you scream yeah. already, but yeah. they have to do it themselves. So after they, they're plugging all the nails and everything, and it has to wait for the nails to grow again. And when all the nails grow, they will just pluck off the weather, uh, feather. So when everything, the new thing all grown up, they can continue to live another 30 years of their life. So when he spoke to me, I think this year is my 43, I'm 43 years old this year. So mm-hmm. coincidentally, so I said, wow, yeah. oh my God, why this person talk to me at my age of 40-ish? So I think that things just fall at the right time. Uh, so I, I didn't bother. Lah. I just like, okay, I, I listened to him. Lah. Then coincidentally, I, I registered to a trip to conquer the Annapurna base camp in mm, Nepal in yeah. April. Okay. So I landed at a very high mountain and then I gone through a very struggle process also as I hike up and you know, hike down. So I thought that, oh my God, is this a signal from the universe that it's time to change? And I was so worried that if I change, will people forget about me? Will people think that, oh, why you, why you keep changing things? Because I've already pivoted a few roads already. Mm. So now I even changed my, my brand name. So will they lose the trust in me or not? But 
things come to my surprise when I announce to my student that, hey guys, I have changed my brand name from Men, uh, MC Joe to Mentor Joe because I want to serve you better. I want to put my, I want to put my my body and soul all hundred percent into this mentorship, and mm. I want to really carry this role and give you hundred percent of my best. And then they were very impressed. Mm. So we changed the branding very quickly. In uh, I run a campaign within twenty one days. I managed to gain more than one thousand hashtag of mentor joke. Mm. Okay, the story of the eagle is not real uh, biologically, but it's a very motivational story, and I really feel the transformation. So started from May, I transformed from MC Joe to mentor Joe. I know I will go through a hundred and fifty days changes. It happened in the middle of the year, so by the end of the year, I think everything will totally change. And in the past three months, I really feel and experience the great growth and advancement after I changed the brand name to become Mentor Joe. So what I want to share is never be afraid to change. Mm. It's for your own betterment. I wouldn't say, uh, "Wow, why are you so rude?" And now you just scrap off the effort that in in the past. I want to tell that um, we do not need. Our past to lead us to the future. We need our present to lead us to the future. And mm-hmm. I did not throw away all my effort or keep them or, or or trash them. I just store it nicely in the library. You know, in the entertainment industry, when you want to remember an idol, what is the best memory? You see, those strategic idol, they will grow their entertainment career. Wow, they shine at the biggest stage in the world. Wow, they had the best. Audience, the most audience in their concert, and then they announce Gantong Mike. Oh yeah, have I? Yeah. So people have the best impression. Oh, that is the best moment I can I can ever remember about this guy. Mm. So I think that thing um, happened in my MC career. So I don't wait until I'm unwanted. Then okay lah, bye. I'm retired. Okay. I I I give it a stop at, at the top. prime time, mm. so people remember all the good thing. About me, wow, wow! So much wisdom about yeah. yeah, and and it's not easy at all to let go of something that you held on for so long for all your life. It's not easy, yes. Yeah, and you see when you see when you are doing all these pivots, right? You do, from what your story actually re- realized that it's important to let go. Sometimes we really have to let go of what bring us here. Correct. Because what bring us here might not bring us there, right? Correct. Yeah, but that process was actually even myself was not easy. You know, when you are onto this path, then you are then you are guessing, okay, is this the 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 path? Is it the correct path, or or would there be another better path? Like, how do you actually do? You have moments like that, and yes, yeah, how do you okay. navigate through moments okay. like that? Um, yeah. I was very lucky that I met my mentor as well. So he always tell me this: don't have to guess. The result will show you. Just do the re- it. Yeah, the result will tell you the answer. Mm. Just, just let loose. You know, be flexible and adapt to every circumstances, and then you will learn at some point. Mm. The feedback from the customer, you know, the feedback from the audience, you will know the answer. Okay. Don't have to guess. It's always. Uh, adventurous entrepreneurship journey is always adventurous. Adventurous. Have you ever heard this uh, this sentence? The road to success is always under construction. Mm, okay. You have the starting yeah. point. You have challenges, problems, doubts. You know, uncertainties, fear. Don't know, indecisive. It's always under construction. Mm. So actually, you never know. It's only when you dig, 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 and then go through. You know. 
pay fit, pay fit, and then you move on, and then you oh yeah, eventually land here. See, I started as a salesperson. I started as an IT guy, IT girl. How could I ever imagine one day I'll become an entrepreneur? It's never in my mind. Yep. <laughs> and then, and then I was in a bad debt. And then, how could I imagine I can transform, uh, transform my life through MCing? Mm. I don't know. And then suddenly I become MC trainer. And then suddenly pandemic. And suddenly I was down at the valley. And then suddenly I pick up live streaming. And then suddenly now I'm here. I don't know where I will be landed. But at this stage, I just do my best. Mm. When I do my best, the God will arrange the rest, lah. Mm, yep. Oh, yeah. very nice. When you do, do your best, and God will do the rest. Correct. Eh? Yeah. Correct. And I'm, I just wanted to add, uh, ask you one more question: Is that how do you know when it's time to let go? You see, you chopped off. Mm. I, I, from what I hear, you, you chopped it out easily, but I'm not sure how is the process. How did you know okay. it's time? I need to chop this off already. Okay. Yeah. When the cup is full, you cannot add on anymore, and you want mm. to have something new. You have to throw the water away. Okay. And then you can start mm. to refill with new things. I see. Yes. So meaning that when, when something you feel that there's no more room for it. Or, Either it's no more room or mm. you have you have no more interest or you have better interest in other things. Mm. Yeah. Just tapau, pack it nicely, yeah, put aside. Uh, yeah, well, really you are indeed a very strong hearted <laughs> lady. Like nothing can really hit you down. Yeah. How how did how do you have that? Because I really want to have that as well. How do you actually Whenever challenges thrown at you, you will just take it, okay, uh, okay, doesn't work, we, we will just try another way. Like, what? Oh, okay, mm. I always have this, you know, I, I'm not coming from an English educator background, from how I speak, I, I believe you all know, but I really like this song, What Doesn't Kill Me, kill me Makes Me Stronger. Ah, Kelly Clarkson, okay. Yeah, yes. Okay. So, uh, this sentence always lingers in my mind. Mm. As long as I have, I'm alive, I can do wonders. Mm. Mm. Yep, yep. It's important to, to understand that uh, sometimes when we, when we face a defeat, whether in business or in mm. career, we feel it's very personal. We feel like ah, we have lost everything. But mm. as long as we are still breathing, there's still can a decide. chance, right? Yeah, you can make a choice. Either <laughs> you are, you're there to fight or you're fright. Mm. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we only live once. Mm. At every moment, you have only one chance to decide. Mm. Either you want to. Fill up your life with color or black and white. Mm. It's your choice. I it's love that. Choice. It's a very beautiful thing. It's, it's just like um, how it's the perspective of how do we see things. Yeah. Since young, I have this dream. <laughs> uh, when I grow as a grandmother, uh-huh. I want to have a lot of stories to tell my grandchildren. Mm. So since very young, I have this picture in my mind already. Mm. So I like to tell stories. I like to share. And I, I like this thing. So uh, that time, why I have this picture in my mind was I come from a very simple family. My father and my mother was not highly educated. So my father, especially, uh, he, he seldom talked to us. So very quiet father. That time I, I have a good friend. So we have a gang of friends and one of my friends, they are in a business family. Mm. So the father is a businessman. So a few of us like to hang out in his house and then the father like to tell a lot of story to us. So at that time, I was thinking like, why can't my father to be like his? So why is his father got so many stories to tell and it's so charming. So I say, okay, lah, I want to be like him when I grow up as well. Mm. So from that moment, I know that I want to collect a lot of life experience, whether sweet or bitter, you know, nice, success or challenges. I want to collect all this. And when I grow as a grandmother, I can, I can tell to my grandchildren. Mm. Yeah, when you have that mindset, then everything that you face right now, it is just, 
what do you call it? The, it's a process. The it's a process. The materials yeah. for your stories yes. also. Yes, correct. Yeah, it, it's a growth process. Correct. Yeah, when we mm. have that growth mindset, then you know nothing can actually beat us down anymore because mm. we see it as part of the learning process. Correct. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that very beautiful <laughs> sharing. Yeah. So you see, from now, um, from MC uh, trainer, now you have actually started out to be a female entrepreneurship mm. trainer. I'm just curious, why specifically female? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. This is by accident as well. Oh, <laughs> During, yeah, that's okay. why I say you just do your best. The market will feedback with, uh, to you with the results. You know, when I started to do my online program, we will run Facebook marketing, social okay. media marketing. These are very common things that we do. So when I started to run my marketing campaign, I did not specifically set the gender preference. Mm -hmm. However, by nature, I attracted close to 98% of female. Mm. So in the past three years, the figure has shown to me that female are more attracted to me. So when they come to me, I, only, I always hear of one sentence, I want to be like you. I want to be like you. No man want to be like me. No? <laughs> <laughs> so I say, okay, la. then I set my market segment. Okay, so and people are very curious that when I set my market se segment, uh, oh, I only train female, and then the male, the man will come to me, hey, why you don't take us out? Uh, why you discriminate men? So, no, naturally, you all are not attracted to me, ma. And then this positioning become become a become the talk of the town. Uh. So mm. oh, I only choose women, I only coach women, and then it can become a very sharp market positioning as well. And then it can be part of the branding as well. Mm. The unfair advantage, the, the, the uniqueness, the unique See. selling point. So this comes to when you plan a strategy for your business, uh, we cannot take every customer. Yep. We must set our avatar. When you want to serve everyone, you will end up with no one. Mm. When you want to sell anything, you end up with nothing. So yep. we have a pool. So I, I always have this mindset, where to play and how to win. Set your market positioning. Mm. Yeah, and one thing I see from you, mm. Joe, is that you are someone who is very authentic. <laughs> yeah, you you are whatever you have, you, you just share it out yes. from, from your speeches. You will just share. It's very yourself, and people are naturally attracted to the real you, oh. and you are bringing that to the online mm. media as well. So it's actually very important to your authenticity is something that I really want to to learn, and your confidence as well. Oh, just be yourself. Just be yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's important because. When you be yourself, people will be attracted to you mm. and you know the right people will, will eventually yes. come to you. Yeah. So what what is your you know visions for this, you know, uh for this female entrepreneurship empowerment mm. okay. in the longer uh, we aim to groom one thousand female entrepreneurs who can earn their first million revenue in the in one year, in mm. ten years' time. Wow. However, we are running very fast. I think we can achieve this goal or this vision uh, in less than five years. Mm. Mm. It's progressing very fast because uh, we are systemizing uh, stage to stage. So when we SOP everything, I think it will become a money-making mechanism mm. Mm. Yeah. for my student. Yeah, for your student. <laughs> yeah, I'm really seeing, you know, uh, what do you call, some of my friends are also mm. learning from, from uh, Mentor Joe as well. And they were saying that it was very interesting. It was oh. very empowering. You know, especially that when they see that their role model can be that successful. Mm. Yeah. So, as an entrepreneur myself, right? I you said no, no man want to learn from. I actually want to learn from. <laughs> I actually want to learn. I from. can share with you. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you are very very generous in sharing. I, I I wanted to know like since you know you have actually gone through a few business, many pivoting um, experience and all that. So throughout all these years of entrepreneurship, right, what are some of the 
the wisdom that you have actually learned as an entrepreneur that has actually taken you this far. Yeah. Mm. Okay, as an entrepreneur, I think one thing uh, I would like to share is clarity is power. Mm. Be very clear of your why and be very clear of your how. Be very clear of how you manage your time. Be very clear of how you manage your resources. A lot of entrepreneurs, especially females, they run their business just by feeling. Mm. I feel I can do this. I feel I can make that money. I, can, I feel I can learn more. I, can, I feel I can la, 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 a lot of things. But when you ask them to put down on the paper, it's blank. Okay. So we can never run a business by feeling. It's all by formula. So number one rule is you have to know how to calculate the numbers before you start the business. It is always a, a very adventurous journey. It's risky. So how to minimize the risk? So you have to be very sure on how you want to do it. And of course, um, throughout the journey, there are obstacles, there are challenges. Just embrace every challenges that comes to you. They are here to help you to become a stronger entrepreneur. Mm. Okay, so number one is actually really have the clarity. clarity. Yes. Is, that, is there any more? Yeah, mm. embrace the challenges and embrace also, challenges. yeah, okay. so be, be committed to your goal. That's very important. Mm. Yeah, okay. so a lot of people when they shout, oh, what do you want to do? Yeah, they shout their KPI, they shout their goal, and then very loudly, yeah. proudly. And then after a few months, oh, Laosu, I'm emo now. Why? I don't know. So, how? I don't know. I'm lost. Mm. They forgot, they forgot their original goal. Mm, yeah, be very committed. Yeah, be very committed to that. So, uh, do what you love and love what you do. Really, really do what you love. Don't do because of money. We yep. can't passion. We can't. We can't have the passion because of money. It's very easy. I give you one example. So, um, how much do you dream to make in in five years? 10 millions, 15 millions? Yeah, 10 millions. Okay, mm -hmm. so if I give you 10 millions, I give you extra, I give you 15 millions, I put you into the jail for five years. Okay. Are you willing? See? Okay, no. <laughs> so eventually, you are not working for the money. Five years, ma? Five years time, exchange with 15 million, ma? It's the original plan, right? Yeah. But it's different, different journey. So, uh, never work for the money, work for your passion. Yeah, and, and I know the, the journey of entrepreneurship is really not easy. Mm. If money is only the goal, I think, I, for me, I would have long given up. It, mm. it must be something bigger than yeah, the money. Your life purpose. Yeah, life purpose. Your life purpose is the one. The biggest satisfaction uh, in my entrepreneurship journey or in a mentorship journey is every time when I see transformation in a lady, I will be very impressed and satisfied. I will celebrate for them. I will cheer for them. I will, I will, just, I will just celebrate. You know. um, in my mind, when the change of a female is very important. When you are able to transform a female or when you're able to save a female, you're able to save a family. Mm, yeah. When you're able to save a family, you can save a community. Mm. When you can save a community, you can save the nation and you can save the world. Everything starts from the woman. Mm. You see a husband and wife, if the wife, if the wife every day neck, 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 negative, scold people, shout, you think the husband can fight for the career, you know, peacefully? No, no. they cannot have a peace of mind. They'll, they'll be, have a lot of worries at the back. But when this wife is very understanding, you know, very independent or very thoughtful, can also sometimes share some strategy or tips with the husband, hey, the whole family becomes very harmonious. Mm. And then who is receiving the blessing? The children. Yep. Yeah. So this is how I see it. So how powerful woman is. Yes, really woman is really, really powerful.
Don't underestimate yourself. Your presence, your magic power, your role, and your value to the world. It's extremely beautiful. And only if you, if you shine it, you know, and you live in your value, well, the world is beautiful. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So appreciate the movements around you because we can see that nowadays women are really, uh, what they call really taking up a lot of leadership Correct. roles. We have seen presidents, uh, women. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. the it's the women's generation. Yes, yeah. actually, uh, for for our podcast, right, majority of the listeners are women. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, you attract women also. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, around, around seven, I think around seventy percent. So oh. a lot of uh, there there a lot of uh, really powerful women. They actually came to me and shared. Hey, I actually learned uh, something from your podcast as well. So mm. maybe for for ending for this episode, is there any final words you want to share to the mm. women or whoever that is listening to this podcast? Okay. Yeah. Um, women. It's not about you can do it or not. It's about you want to do it or not. So as long as you want to do it, you can always have the right to live in the best version of yourself and mm. celebrate your life. Wow. Mm. Celebrate your life. Yes. Okay. Live life with no regret. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And also, if let's say if we want to know more about you know, what you're doing, mm -hmm. um, you, what the, the courses that you're offering, like where, where can they actually oh, sure. search for, just, for you? Uh, just follow Mentor Joe. Search Mentor Joe in Facebook and you'll be yeah. able to see my page. Yeah. But so, it will be all written in Mandarin. Uh, no worries. <laughs> There's a translation right now. Okay. Is it wearing the orange suit one, right? I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see me attached with a lot of orange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, remember Mentor Joe. Yes. Uh, do search uh, Mentor Joe up in, in, in all the social medias. So you see, today's uh, learning sessions from, even though it's my second time speaking to her in the recent recently, but I still well, mind blown. One thing I really learned is that uh, it's important for us to pivot, to change, mm. because what got us here today may not get us further in the future. Correct. If, if we still hold on to our past, our glorious past, not willing to let go, we may actually miss out a lot of uh, you know beautiful opportunities ahead. Mm. Yeah, so that is actually something that I want to ponder about. Yeah, so thank you so much, thank you, Mentor Joe, for your wonderful sharing. I wish you all the best in thank your you. in your mich mission and also vision to actually empower the women around the world. And I do, really do look up to you. And um, yeah, I really hope that you know one day you know I can you know I can actually have a great. Uh, success like you as well. Sure, yeah. you can do that. Yep, thank you very much. Okay. So let us be live ready together. See, See you in the next episode. Bye bye.